Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What up, you're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm bullshitting right now because we agreed to bullshit for the first couple of minutes. (laughs) Exactly. That's what you've come to expect from Almost Accurate. A podcast about movies, about television shows, about video games, about whatever happened to us in the last 10 minutes before we hit the record button, typically. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Jake, what did I say last week as the intro? And you're like, no, I have to delete that. Uh, I think you called yourself a vagina and then you <laughs> went on with that for about 45 seconds before I was like, this is absolutely unlistable. <laughs> and then I hit pause and then I hit delete. Oh, I hit control. That sound like anything I would do. I hit command a, and then backspace. And that's how I handle that situation. You how don't want to select all I handle most situations. No, it's usually delete life. Yeah. It's usually select all and it's absolute gold. And you're like, I'm going to push all of this to the internet immediately. Uh, or in some rare cases, we're like, no, I don't want to do that. Usually Jake <laughs> says, no. <"Nah."> yeah. <laughs> I, I, but occasionally, sometimes I'd be like, ah, nah. Something, <laughs> something I said, something I said about the Riddler last week that I cannot remember exactly what I said, but I couldn't find it and it got published anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. I said some bad stuff about the Riddler and uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> uh, and yeah, we'll just leave it at that. It's a mystery. The only way to the <laughs> only way like to solve when we edited here. The only way to solve that mystery is to go back and like and subscribe and listen to that last episode. <laughs> right in to see what you think I said about the Riddler that was potentially problematic. That's how you get people in. Fuck. <laughs> okay. I I think before the edit here, we might have pulled in some extra people. <laughs> Not the kind of people I want to pull in if I'm going to be completely honest. Just being some crude dudes. Jake, how has the world treated you over the past week? It's been great. I've been working late every night because some people at work have not. Because you have a mistress. Yeah, I have <laughs> I have a work from home mistress. Well, well. That, that mistress, of course, is called people not giving me the, the, the things I need to make videos. A.K.A. people not giving a fuck. Yeah, they don't really care about my timeline, but their timeline doesn't change us, but my timeline gets significantly You're off tomorrow for what? A personal mental health day? You know what? I need it after this last week. You know what? I'm going to go kill myself and maybe my job will give us a personal health day. I also, I needed to take an exam for uh, a certification because I put it on my personal development plan. And let me just tell you, the company, and I won't name names, but I wish I did. I wish I could put them on blast. So all I know who the company is, so I feel like I'm on the inside. Yeah. The, this particular company that offers these certification exams because they are the most unprofessional, dumbest people I've ever had to work with. They charge, you don't think they'll listen to this? They and charge, like, no, not my company. The company that, that offers these exams. 
$150 a pop to take these tests. And I've taken two of them and they've both frozen up with three minutes left and I haven't been able to finish it. <laughs> so you failed the test. I did fail the first one. I think the second one, I nailed it, even technical issues aside, because I like it's one of those where you get to uh, you can't go call back. them. Uh, like, I, hey, your shit's fucked. I did. But the thing is, I had like six or seven different proctors and none of which spoke like super great English. And they were all French. So I feel comfortable saying that <laughs> they were all they were all people from France. So, you know, I ate freedom for us. Yeah, exactly. Suck, America. suck at French people. Can't wait. Oh, to, wow. Come on now. Can't wait to visit Paris in July. Uh, yeah. can't, <laughs> where they kick your ass. Sacre <laughs> bleu. We have a huge listenership in France and they're definitely going to recognize me as, the, as the, some of our Canadian friends will be coming down. America's hat, if you will. America's hat. <laughs> <laughs> I think I throw drive by a drive by poutine shooting. Yeah, or maybe they'll just uh, douse you in uh, syrup, maple syrup, and yeah. let the bears loose. Yeah. Uh, no, they they didn't speak very good English. But the thing is, they didn't have the technical knowledge to be like, oh, okay, this is what you need to do. They're like, oh, did you try closing that program down and did opening you try it up restarting? again? Starting. That's what they said the second time. Oh God! And then after that didn't work in the like i'm not kidding the six or seven different person was like hey do you have problem with your test i'm like i don't have time for this i literally just snapped my lap clop lap clop shut you, you shut it on them yeah i was um, like look at these nuts and then i shut it on my ball sack oh it, god it hurt a little bit but it was worth it for the imagery all the blood webcam was on and i was like hey look at this <laughs> <laughs> um was it like honor lock or anything like that do you have anything to make sure that you weren't cheating yeah my webcam was on the whole time and they they the they made you like um they're like you, you should have to- just jerked off in front of <laughs> <laughs> show them who's boss this is like the chat- third test this isn't chat roulette right <laughs> which i've been on and just, let me tell 99% you 99 there, there is no doubt about that there is no doubt it's about just- that it's just dudes jerking off and dudes trying to prank other dudes by w- making them watch a dude jerk it off. <laughs> back in the day, I so I used to hang out with a lot of girls back in the day. And now I have a wife, Let's so I can't do that. Let's get on chat roulette. So we get on chat roulette. And one time I I just showed my like body, but not like my boobs or anything. <laughs> Yeah, you know, or my my pectorals. So just like your butt cheeks. It's some yeah, like some dudes like, damn girl, you looking good. And me and my buddy, we were just busting out laughing because I'm a dude, and by the time I showed my dudeness, they were like, ugh. Yeah. And they're no. like, I'm getting out of here. But some people on chat roulette are nice. Not everybody's jerking off. But yeah, ninety-seven yeah, percent of that is probably dudes jerking right, off. You're going as low as ninety-seven percent. Hey, I'm a dreamer. I believe in the good in people. <laughs> I have a dream that less than 97% of people on chat roulette are Jerk jerking off. off. Hey. Yeah. No, that's that's the whole that's the whole thing about chat roulette is it's it's dudes jerking off and dudes trying to trick other dudes into watching a dude jerk or off. people want to have a good conversation. Yeah, just nothing funnier than straight dudes watching another dude jerk off because that's funny. <laughs> it, it's well, yes and no. Because it's the shock of it. And again, this You're was like, oh, popular no. in like 2009 where nothing was funnier than the dude <laughs> jerking off. It's a wicked sense of humor we have over but, here. But now you can monetize that. So people were just jerking off for free, just trying to prank somebody when they could be starting an OnlyFans. Oh, man, I would be that. a fucking millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh, it's crazy the way that the world is. Ten I'll years come on, on whatever anybody tells me to come on. Chat roulette, any platform. I wonder if that's still around. Let's find out real quick. <laughs> Let me dig, fish my webcam out of the drawer. But yeah. Oh God. Let anyway. me uh, go ahead and start jerking off to prepare. Anyways, fuck you, Certiport. <laughs> I will look to see if chat roulette is a thing. But yeah, there was a guy who actually made like uh, music videos of people he ran into on chat roulette. And it was um, like all the people he spoke to and stuff. It was very kind of it was cool. We didn't get to meet him, but uh, he, we also weren't jerking off or anything. I bet he ran into a lot of that. Do you think you're going to get to meet Wheeler Walker Jr.? Oh, the one, the one and only. Dude, there's a good chance. <laughs> there is a good chance. I'm very interested. In I am so <laughs> excited. Wheeler Walker Jr. is like a parody of redneck bullshit. It's a comedian who pretends to be like this outlaw countryman. He, he pretends to be like uh, an early 90s country music singer. And early it, 90s style. It almost reminds me of Hank Williams Jr. And just regular Hank Williams Jr. But he's like so funny. He's <laughs> just like less meth. Offensive to everybody. Like he's kicking, uh, sucking dick and kicking ass. But the song called Eating Pussy, uh, Kicking Ass. And uh, what is it? Uh, Sit on My Face. That's a great one. I highly recommend it. Redneck shit. I'm going to be like the only punk boy there. And I'll be like, this is great. <laughs> Hey, I like this. I like this. Imagine you'll be like, hey, you got face piercings. I don't like that about you. I'm just hoping to hear beer, weed, and coochies. It's not even my favorite song, but you something just love about the title. it. It just feels good. Particularly the title. Oh, it just feels good, man. Three good things. Um, What else? Fuck you, bitch. That's a good one. An absolute classic. Probably one of his famous ones. Oh, really is. Imagine your famous, your most popular song (laughs) being called (laughs) Fuck You, Bitch. (laughs) I hope your dog never comes home. (laughs) Um, I am super stoked. In Greensboro, nonetheless. Check him out. Link in the description. Not link in the description. He can sponsor us if he wants to. I would really appreciate that. Free promotion for Wheeler Walker Jr. I am totally getting a (laughs) t-shirt when I get there. Can't stop me. Do you think you're going to get the T-shirt with like the track listing on it, or do you think? Oh it's no, be I gotta get something that I can wear outside, something <laughs> in you can public. Wear. <laughs> I gotta get something I can wear in public. It's got to be something gaudy and just totally. I'm I don't get down with a lot of redneck stuff, but I can get down with Willa Walker. It's like a parody, and I get it. And I'm like, this is great. I get it. I'm in on the joke. Cause I'm this, hip. I'm cool. Yeah. I like how it's a meta commentary on the, the art form, much like this podcast is a meta commentary on two idiots having a pod, having an unreasonable amount of time to express our opinions on the Internet. We just got once a week. Now. Turns out it's free uh, and literally anyone can do it. And we're actually doing it for free. Yeah, we are doing <laughs> so, it for I mean, free. If anything, we're operating we haven't at a loss. We seen a royalty. Right yep. Yep. <laughs> when do you think that starts coming in? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll get a. What if we get a check next week for ten whole dollars? We would have uh, made a profit on this for the first time, and I'd be very excited. You know what? That'd probably go on the wall. I'd frame it. Here's our. We never cash check. it. We just frame it. Exactly, because it would cost me more to cash it than to drive to the <laughs> bank and cash it. Um, like, oh, you actually owe us three dollars down to. Act- <laughs> 
my band finally made money like a year and a half ago. You broke even. No, we did. <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> no, uh, we we released a whole album and then we released an EP. The EP did really well. But uh, so the EP kind of like propelled us over our limit and we made like 20 whole doll hairs. But the EP wasn't the one that made us the most money. It was the album, which yeah. is odd, but made sense. There's more on it, but our best materials on the EP and why did know. you do it that way? I have no idea. You're like, maybe we should have release released EPs. <laughs> we're going to do a feature length album, but admittedly, we haven't put all of our best songs on it yet. Well, I mean, at the time, it was the only songs we had. And we we're like, yeah, this is good. And then we went back. Disagree. And- you had some bangers that did not make it onto the album. Which ones? Rooftops? That wasn't on the Oh, album. that we released that in another EP. Yeah, we'll see. That was you like did, last year. You did we released so that. many EPs that I cannot keep <laughs> track of. You just got to release EPs nowadays. That's all it is. Just keep releasing just, EPs. We just keep doing singles now with Stevie out. Stevie, okay. <laughs> we released three EPs last year. What more do you want from us? I uh, know. Yeah. Well, in that case, all the bangers are all in one place then. Yeah, just on the EPs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good songs on the album. No, there were good songs on the album. There were the couple. There are a couple ones that were a surprise for me, but yeah, they're definitely. I would say they're all out there now. Uh, if you haven't listened to Camel City Blackouts on Spotify, do Apple it. Music, or you do something even crazier, go onto iTunes and pay nine dollars and ninety nine cents for an album, or four dollars and ninety nine cents for an EP. And support a local band, or you could just go to YouTube and get it for free. No, Either don't way, do that. don't get on YouTube. Go to, or go YouTube, to Spotify, <laughs> YouTube.com forward slash downloader. Download, give me money. Download porn virus. <laughs> Download meat holes. <laughs> it's tasty down here. Ah, we said that we were going to get straight to it, and Ryan, God damn it, if we did not do that at all. 13 oh. minutes in and it's time to talk about the boys. I have a message season three trailer. Um, my wife said, I'm about, I'm going to fight our neighbors to which I said loud music. Picks. We've become the old people. Picks or my wife didn't has, happen. Um, she said, <laughs> yep. To the point where I can tell what song it is. She said, I like Matchbox 20 just as much as anybody else, <laughs> but not when I'm hearing over the fucking TV. Wonder Ask what her what is. Matchbox 20 oh, song Oh, we're going to find was. out. You're about to get a live exclusive from Ryan's house. What Matchbox 20 song? She's playing, playing it. So and <laughs> she's playing it, and I can't make out what song it is. It's just I can hear music, but it's just like static mostly. So we See, won't Matchbox know. Matchbox 20 in concert. I, did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. You said Counting Crows were really boring. Yeah, they were really bad and boring. I would go see them and um, Goo Goo Dolls. Matchbox Twenty was a better show, though. They had they had energy. Counting Crows, pfft, yeah, big wet fart. Not interesting. <laughs> God, that wet wow. fart. More entertainment than the Counting Crows. Just all this, all the fifty year olds in the audience were like, "Hell yeah!" I mean, I good did love Matchbox at, Twenty. If I'm being honest, yeah. Good thing Counting Crows went on at six fifteen p.m. because it they really. Sucked all the energy out of the room after that. <laughs> God, man, just fucking raking them over the coals. Don't even care. Exactly. God, Jake, <laughs> you wild motherfucker. The boys, Ryan, the boys, the boys, them counting crows, boys. They dropped the <laughs> no, <laughs> they let's... dropped their season three trailer. 
What did you think about that, Ryan? Um, friggin' um, what is it, Butcher? He's got powers now. How does this happen? He's shooting laser beams out of his eyeballs. He's having sex with Starlight. Maybe it's uh, no, he's not. He is. No, that's uh, what's his face? This is Dewey? Uh, <laughs> Dewey's banging. But his son Huey? has those. Oh, well, not not his son, but his Jack. wife's son has uh, a child with exactly. magical his, powers. His wife's son is Homelander's son. Yeah, so. who is still prevalent in the show, I guess, because yeah. they showed him in the preview and I was or the trailer, and I was really ex- kind of mystified by that. I was like, oh damn! And it's close as well. This June, it looks like. Yes, I see. Uh, I'm excited for it. That is a very good show. And both of the first two seasons are quite good. Probably, I'm going to say it, the best show, original show on Amazon Prime right now by uh, a mile. It's my favorite show. It's like Period. Sunday morning yeah. cartoons when <laughs> I watch it. I'm like, oh my God. Not a huge fan of the animated spinoff we watched last week. but We, we only, only saw one episode. Yeah. <laughs> but if all of them have the exact same tone where it's like, oh, it's Looney Tunes. Oh, here's a baby carving people in I half. I don't think and, that's going to be the case. Yeah, I think it's that's exactly what it's going to be. It's just going to be different no. takes on that. I think it's going to be different takes. Here's but I an think anime it's be, version of a person getting sliced in half. I think it's going to be different anime. Flapping around on the wind. I think it's going to be good. I'm going to go back and watch it this weekend. That's here's my plan. I'm going to drink coffee and watch that. Here's some uh, intestines flapping around in black and white. <laughs> Here's some intestines flapping around in a luchador costume. (laughs) I do enjoy luchadors. Uh, Ryan, uh, speaking of things that you uh, cannot necessarily watch anymore, uh, Nintendo has become the latest gaming giant to stop sales in Russia, according to IGN. I thought that was pretty big. I feel like a lot of people are um, pulling out of Russia, though further on in our news, uh, Russia has legalized it to pirate video games and movies. Really? You're tell- TV shows. You're telling me that the Russians are now getting involved in some illegal activity online. I am not just saying the Russians. I am, I think it's unfair to say the Russians. Challenging them on this podcast. I, I just... Because Ryan said you don't have the balls to hack us. <laughs> I feel <laughs> for the people who don't said- want the war. <laughs> and then the people who are obviously suffering from the war. Yeah, exactly. Because their money is worth about as much as... The, uh, the blood I, of this beer that I'm drinking right now. I really hope that Russia gets uh, Putin that, gets eliminated in however fashion that is. I hope that Mario stomps on his head like a toidle. Yeah. And I hope that Mario wahoos him right out of office. Yeah. <laughs> Wahoo! <laughs> and uh, drops him like Yoshi, like a bad habit. You know, whenever the, the Kirby comes and just sucks everybody off yeah and then takes on his powers and then <laughs> and then he gets a star power and he's like i'll save everybody yeah. no i just hope putin and that whole regime gets fucking taken out and i don't think that everybody in russia is a bad person i don't think everybody agrees with it and i think there's probably some people who are going to this war who are not necessarily agreeing with it because uh, we find that here on our homeland too and i think that's important to say yeah, but i think the fact that you have russian soldiers that are surrendering because they don't have any food or ammunition uh is and they don't also don't want to fight is also an indication of where they're at right now. So, well, Putin doesn't care because he's on his fucking yacht. Well, let's bomb that motherfucker. 
Yeah, let's take let's take the mega yachts back. Why don't we just have the leaders of all the countries just get into a fight with each other? Then you'd be voting for different reasons. We got the Rock, dude. The Rock would be instantly <laughs> not president. Cur- not cur- instantly president. So it's just people that should beat up other people can be the president. Yeah. So Why would like, that be a thing? Like Wakanda rules, where Michael oh, B. Yeah. Jordan shows up and he's like, "Hey, don't start gonna- nothing. Won't be nothing." Bitch. I'm going to kick you off this waterfall, Chadwick Boseman. I'm the king of Wakanda now. I get to be the Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of world I am trying to live in. Wherever leaders get into fights and they don't send the innocent to go fight their wars for them. Hey, won't you get out there? You got a stick in your ass or a bug up your ass or whatever you're upset. Won't you go fight it out? Got a bumblebee between my butt cheeks and I'm ready to punch. Right now, I'm going to tell you, America's going to lose everything if Joe Biden's fighting because Joe Biden is frail. That man will get punched and he will die. See, here's the thing, though, with Joe Biden. I think that that man uses so much Vaseline that you try to punch him. Exactly. Your punch slips off of him. Mm hmm. He has just enough. He has just enough momentum from that failed punch that he can sweep the legs out from under you and accidentally. Well, now you're talking about the man going from north to south. You're talking about north to south. His crippled body cannot move that fast. So slippery, he's going to take the legs out. That person's going to hit their head on a rock that someone has put in the wrestling ring for some reason, and they're or they're going to hit their head on the rock. The result will be the same. They have a concussion. We will send the rock over to fight the Russians. Exactly. Along with Ukraine. He will be like, I'm Joe Biden. And they're like, you look a lot like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And be like, how are I you going to disguise that? The TV adds 70 years. What could I say? So the TV <laughs> adds 70 years. What about the mess that man has cultivated? The t- the, t- the camera adds 70 years. It takes away like 150 pounds. Whatever you're smoking, you are not sharing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's exactly what's going to happen. You're drunk. See, Vladimir Putin shows up on horseback. Why? Uh, like naked from the the waist up, like Ew. he usually does when he did, did that photo shoot where he's riding a horse shirtless. Did he do that? Yes. That's gross. That's a that's real thing. I'm not making that up like the last thing I did. That's a real thing. Look it up. Mm, Don't look no, it up. Thank you. But look it up if you want to. Seriously, it's worth it. It's worth it. No. It's worth a Google. You're gonna wanna you're gonna wanna see it. We already looked up got some Tifa weird, or Tifa. He's got some weird nipples. Does he? Yes. Maybe that's what's going on. His nipples have caused he's him to be in- so self-conscious that he's upset with the world. Do you think that Zelensky hit him up and was like, hey, yo, bro, yo nipples look weird? And he's like, war. Be like, yo, bro, maybe you should pierce those to make them a little pierce less so people will stop like calling the nipple out. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't think this is what happened, but Peacock it's, it. it's definitely a possibility. Well, fuck Russia and fuck <laughs> all the war. Um, not the people of Russia, not all the people of Russia, I should say. But yeah, fuck the war. And fuck Putin and his regime. Suck a dick. Yeah, turns out he and they took away his black belt in the, from the Taekwondo International Society. As did well. they? Yeah, they did. It's well, I true. mean, I feel like if you've mastered enough to get the black belt, I mean, I understand they're like no affiliation, but I'm at the same point. I'm like, mm-hmm. the dude does know enough to get to the black belt. I mean, well, he maybe also, you should let us everybody else know that just they, to be on the safe side. They also have like an all star hockey game in Russia every year where he plays for like the national team. 
and nobody like tackles him and he scores like 22 goals in a hockey game. They're like, oh, my God, you're so good at hockey, Vladimir Putin. He's like, hell, yeah, I am. He goes out there and like fist bumps everybody. And they're like, look at this guy. So good at hockey. So good at being the president of Russia. What a cool guy. I bet I bet he doesn't have weird nipples at all. His nipples are normal looking. Very normal looking nipple, man. <laughs> that is also a real thing. I'm not making that up. He does. They do do a hawk. They do do uh, the only international sport that will be on in Russia this year is Vladimir Putin playing hockey against some people that are afraid to go to jail if they get too close to him. Oh, man, they're going to fucking it, whoever gets their hands on him. They are going to fucking ruin him. Fucking grandma that held up the sign is going to go out there and just sweep the legs out. She's Why like, is with you and old people sweeping legs? In Vaseline and I'm going to take the legs out. You're going to look like a dumbass, like a big dumbass turtle out there on the ice, not being able to flip over. Okay. Alligator Loki is getting his old spit-off series. Why? Good God, why? Why don't we just Disney get- has too much power. <laughs> and needs to cease and desist. Who greenlit this? Nobody should Who greenlit this? Thursday, Marvel Comics announced that Alligator Loki will be earning his own 12-part comic story. The Alligator Loki tale will be available through the Infinity Comics format will be released exclusively on Marvel's Marvel Unlimited app. That's going to be no for me, dog. Yeah. Written by Alyssa Wong with art by Robert Quinn and colors by Pete Pantazis. Davidson, Pat who is going Pete to Davidson. the moon. Anyways, yeah. Artwork looks pretty good. Um, Marvel Deadpool 3 lands Free Guy and the Adam Project director, Sean Levy. Um, so let me pull back a little bit. I've heard rumors that the new Doctor Strange in the post credits, the very last one after the credits roll, that's when they're going to introduce Deadpool, Cable, and everybody else into the new MCU. They're going to go in. So apparently, um, you know, where Patrick Stewart's like giving his spiel, like, right, what has he done? Or whatever he says. Maybe we should tell him the truth. <laughs> and basically, <laughs> Um, they think maybe John Krasinski's going to come in as Reed Richards, um, and all the that whole room's going to get destroyed. However, so Patrick Stewart definitely going to die, um, and they are going to have Deadpool come in supposedly and make an office joke, and that's how they're going to introduce him. So fantastic! I can't wait to see that. That is what the rumor I is. I can't wait to hold my pee in for an extra 20 minutes to see that. You got to hold it, dog. Yeah. I'll, uh, just, I'll just pee in the seat. Um, so <laughs> there is a Judd Apatow has got a new show called Bubble. The uh, Bubble. Which looks like a bunch of like T-Rexes, but it's got David Duchovny. Um, Pedro Pascal. Leslie Mann, Fred Armistead. And Keegan-Michael Key. Um Iris Apatow, which is uh, Leslie Mann and Judd's daughter. Um, Karen Gillian. Oh, she was the one of the main people in... Uh, she's going to be the main character. She was in Jumanji. She was also in um, Marvel. She was Guardians of the Galaxy. She was sister to Gamora, the redheaded girl. But she was bald in that. Um, she was blue and she was like we're not sisters Drax no that's a dude he's invisible though Drax Um, (laughs) let's see 
Uh, the Munsters, uh, Rob Zombie confirms reboot won't be dirty, violent, nasty. She was Dave Batista in that movie. She was not. <laughs> <laughs> Which I applaud because I feel like um, that's, that, that's how that Rob, should be because Rob, that's how it was. That's also Rob Zombie's style. So interesting that they had to clarify that, but uh, probably necessary. Samuel L. Jackson says it's bullshit that Jonah Hill has more on-screen curses in his career. Jonah Hill is like my age, maybe slightly older. Yeah, and Samuel L. Jackson is an old motherfucker, so he's got to say the fuck word plenty of times Mm -hmm. more. But do you know who I think has more than any of them combined? George Carlin. Us. (laughs) In our lifetime? Yeah, over the course of 156 episodes. I was saying it now. That was like 50 right there. I, I was saying foot. I didn't count, but it was at like at least 50. But both of y'all can suck a big old fat chode is all I care about. Now it's not a curse word, Jake. Yeah. Chode. Big old fucking fat chode. Yeah. My dick. Chode. Look on my clit. Ryan, I have some sad news to report. Oh, they're going to delay the Morbius movie? No. Nicholas oh. Cage has confirmed that he has not been contacted about returning for a possible National Treasure 3. God. And that there are no conversations happening about making a new film. He did not comment, however, on a new Disney Plus reboot. Well, you know what? Nicholas Cage is doing well. His new movie. The unfashionable the look un- at me, I'm Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Well, you know what? I might go see that in theaters this when Saturday. This That's this week. Yeah, I might do it. Because I love Nicolas Cage. You want some company? <laughs> I mean, if you want to go with me, yeah, sure, fuck it. Uh, I did you want to go? I did not know it was this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Okay. I'm going to look up the tickets now. <laughs> the Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent is what I think the actual uh, title of it is. Well, it's tough to be Nicolas Cage in a world full of fools. You know, have you seen Willy's Wonderland? The I man's a genius. Dude. <laughs> God, you got to see that movie. <laughs> that is like, that's going to be one of my top Nicolas Cage movies of all fucking time. My top Nicolas Cage movie. Well, speaking of a movie that does not feature Nicolas Cage, even a little bit, the Umbrella Academy season three, their Spider-Man premiere date movie. has been revealed and they had a teaser trailer. Ryan, this is going to be out on June the 22nd. We're going to face the Sparrows. Because we've gone into a different timeline line. And we've also, uh, me and you, we've noticed that um, Ellen Page is still in this. And it's not Elliot Page yet. Or Elliot Page is Vanya playing a different character. Uh, yeah, I think that we were a, maybe a little bit curious about it. But I, I don't think that that was ever going to be a particular issue. Uh, Elliot Page looks like uh, he's wearing a wig. And therefore, that was basically. Do you think so? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all you need to do is uh, put a put a wig on and you get to play a, a different character. So um, I don't know if that's ever going to be something that's addressed, but I feel like Vanya as a character in this series was always a bit of an outsider. And let's face it, kind of the cause of the apocalypse for maybe two seasons, potentially three in a row. So, damn her. yeah, I mean, there's a lot going on with that uh that character so uh she is uh yeah 
She's always the cause of everything bad. So far up to this point, but I think it would be refreshing to see... Uh, Her the, save the day and everybody else fuck Von- it up. Exactly. The character of Vanya be the one that's a hero rather than uh, the, the cause of the apocalypse this time. Or maybe they stray away from the apocalypse. I don't know. I haven't read any of the graphic novels, so I don't know. I but I will tell you about this one particular see. episode of Umbrella Academy. Where, what, what, uh, uh, Academy? Yeah. <laughs> She almost ruined it. Uh, it was back when uh, I was a young boy and my father took me into the city to see a marching band. <laughs> okay, all right. And- <laughs> Nicki Minaj apparently loves that shit. <laughs> uh, anyways, I almost almost ruined the lead up to that one, but I kept, I kept going anyways. Uh, Ryan, actor William Hurt. Oscar winner and Thunderbolt Ross actor has died at aged 71. And more important news besides someone dying. Rest in peace. The uh, Nicolas Cage movie doesn't come out until April 22nd. So we oh, have okay. to wait on that big so dog. We are not going this weekend. No, we are not. Because but the movie is not out yet. <laughs> save the date, buddy. <laughs> Speaking of something that also is coming out in April that we've got a final trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Knuckles. They released their final trailer, and man, does this not look like more Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, well, I, mean, I would really hope so. <laughs> what if Sonic was not in this at all? He was only in it for like the last 10 minutes. Then you might find yourself without. You might call this a different movie. It's just called you James, might find your James Marston the- drives around and talks to himself for a little bit till the end. Um, I like the first one. We both said it was our movie of the year 2020 could don't go back and look to see if that was true or not no it's true there was like two surprises think zombie land and this oh and happy death day i think those are the three most biggest surprise movies that i've seen ever since we started this podcast yeah, since we started this for sure because we thought that sonic was going to suck and also they had to delay it because they had wanted to make sonic look more like sonic as opposed to the weird fucking you want to make him taller we gave him like regular teeth his eyes were all fucked up and weird looking that was a no for me he dog. Had some gigantic calves as well well i mean it makes sense they had to give him some new shoes but just keep him small man <laughs> why would you change him um this trailer though i mean it look look we're not saying this is gonna be an instant classic but the first movie was uh the trailer looked like it sucked i was not into it <laughs> saw the movie my expectations low amazed yeah this trailer looks like shit again <laughs> and there's nothing that i'm like very oh damn i'm gonna see it but i'm gonna see it because i yeah. know what happened last time it's very much their style uh underrated where they just show you a bunch of bullshit and you're like Jim okay Carrey might be good in this probably too again be bad but yeah i think it was it was something that was greater than the sum of his parts where you're like oh, okay jim carrey doing 90s jim carrey stuff is probably not enough on itself to save this movie but it turned out to be okay maybe they'll have some more product placement like olive garden when you're here your family, your family. <laughs> well i felt like uh one of our main topics tonight really pushed m&ms peanut yeah. m&ms at that yeah i feel like they were heavily featured in a certain thing that we'll talk about in just a, a little bit <laughs> um Let's see what else we got here, Jake. Um, so we have Miss Marvel, the trailer for that. A coming age tale. Good trailer. I noticed that uh, Disney's trying to diverse themselves. Um, they have a young girl from Jersey. 
She's a Muslim girl from Jersey, and she no. Why do you put the Muslim stuff in because there? Because she's got she's got the hijab. They're, on they're diversifying. Going, they're going with prayer. a girl from Jersey. She's like she's either Indian or Pakistani, the most and it shows them going diversified to diversified. She's that you like could a do. brown girl from Jersey. Is usually not the hero, and that's the thing is that this time she's they from are, Jersey. She's from Jersey. I bet she loves fucking Bon Jovi. She, Italians for Italian Americans from Jersey are usually not the heroes. There's not been a single. I don't think she's Italian. There's not been a single Italian American from New Jersey that I've seen get famous in the last 20 years. Ooh. I cannot think of a single group of 10 or more Italian Americans from New Jersey that have been famous. No, like, no, they're actually from New York. Some of them are from New York and Polly's from Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Which, by the way, we are doing this podcast and we totally missed Jersey. The There's only thing. two episodes left. I'm doing this. I will watch it tomorrow. Yeah, well, that's what we usually do. Yeah. The, when we do have the podcast on Thursday nights, we usually watch, uh, we have to watch Jersey Housewives and then. Oh, God, no. Uh, then we have to watch Jersey Shore Family Vacation Friday night. Jersey Shore is probably in my top five favorite TV shows. <laughs> that makes me just like white trash. I know, but I just don't know what it is. I just fucking love it. All right, Ryan. This quiz. season has sucked, though. Are the Florida Keys <laughs> international <apart>? waters? <laughs> Do you need a passport to travel to the Florida Keys? Well, that depends on who you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Mike Sorrentino, aka BDS, yes. If you're anybody else, oh hell no. I like that. That was the reason Snooky was not going to go was because your passport was expired, and then they called her and was like, "Yeah, we're in Florida." <laughs> I feel like Vinny was going to go to like the Dominican. He was going to fly. Yeah, he was like going to fly from Miami to Cuba. And they're like, don't get on that plane to Cuba because we're in the Florida Keys. And he's like, I'm a couple hours away from you. (laughs) I'm like an hour drive from (laughs) you. It's just idiots who have a TV show. But also, I feel like someone's probably staged. Oh, no way. Yeah, way, You're dude. You're telling me that you really think Angelina didn't have clean underwear for 48 hours? Man. She would sell that shit on eBay. Let's say if you were single, would you buy those underwears? No. For $2. From the Staten Island ferry? From the Staten Island dump, dude. (laughs) You know she's put her DNA all up in it. No, I don't think so. For $2? She's very quick. For I don't care how much money it costs. (laughs) I like how you're trying to bid. You're trying to lowball me like that's going to. That's the thing that's going to hang me up. Be like two dollars. That's too much. We're not haggling over this because I don't want it. What if you went on a date with her? Oh, here's my panties. (laughs) Would you take some panties from a girl you went on a first date with? Just thinking about the the period shits episode. Oh, God. That was also in international waters. That was international red waters parting the red sea some would say oh god i miss ronnie i miss ronnie yeah well he had a (laughs) he had had his moment he had his moment didn't he and then he got into a domestic altercation more than once he he? was he's still with that girl he was in the first episode this season yeah they were going to propose and they're like uh, Scratch that. That <laughs> he's suddenly not in the the intro uh, reel anymore. Oh yeah. Oh, he'll be back. <laughs> Probably, but man, come on, Sammy. Him I would and, love to see those two together. Him and his veneers will be back at some point. I'm sure. So weird. So yeah. weird. Those are not his real teeth. <laughs> because he got fucked up in Sakakus. 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 
Um, Anyways, Miss Marvel looks good. <laughs> yeah, we I went like on a Jersey Shore rant. <laughs> um, Netflix could crack down. Oh, could. Love this. Could uh, crack down on password sharing soon. They've been saying that shit forever. Come and get it. You don't have the balls to do it, Netflix. Don't tease I've them. I've called out Russia and Netflix so far on this episode. Man, you're a wild I motherfucker. I feel it frisky so far. I can't wait to see what my bank account looks like tomorrow morning. <laughs> Hacked. Um, Hacked. So there's a teaser for a Mike Myers show. It looked okay. I'm not really sure what's going on. No idea. Is this an old comedian who's just drying up or is it going to be good? I'm hoping it's going to be good. What Uh, happens in the Pentaverse? Stays in the Pentaverse. Um, Daredevil reboot series reported to begin filming this year. I can only imagine they keep Charlie Cox, though. How could you not keep Charlie Cox? He's already been. He's already been in the the Spider-Man movie. And then you also got Kingpin, who was in... um, uh, what Falcon, not Falcon Winter Soldier, but Hawkeye. Yeah. Some good stuff. Uh, also, I think this is a fairly recent development, but you uh, can Ukrainian president of Vladimir Zelensky's 2015 political sitcom man. Or sorry. Servant of the people is now on Netflix season one, 23 episodes of that. Give me the premise of this. It ran for four seasons and it's about a high school history teacher that goes on a rant that goes like viral on social media and he winds up with a political career and gets elected president of ukraine well damn it (laughs) that didn't hit close to home yeah it's in it's insane and the show's premise obviously really closely mirrors real life and so a lot of uh like memes and stuff have begun circulating online especially since the russian invasion of ukraine uh, a lot of social media users have shared moments from the show they feel are particularly funny, ironic, or even just relevant about it. Uh, and in spite about it, the show itself wasn't widely available in most countries outside of Ukraine until very recently, and especially not in the U.S. So, would you think America would ever have like I'm somebody in a TV show become president? You think that would ever happen, Ryan? I'm glad you're already <laughs> sitting down. I'm laying down. I don't know if you're aware of this. There was a certain orange round man that was elected president six years ago. Trump? Yes. He was in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Right. Oompa Loompa. He played all of the Oompa Loompas. What do you get when you guzzle exactly. down sweeps? You fired. See, see people... Yeah, he was. He played the Oompa Loompas and Willy Wonka in that really weird vert that you that really weird version of that movie. Uh, yeah, see, most people recognize him from The Apprentice, but they're not aware of that unauthorized illegal version of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So I want to see this. No, you don't. Uh, well, you can get on the Russian Pirate Bay, and you can I bet find they it. could. They were like, "We love you, McDonald Trump." <laughs> Um, Netflix live action Resident Evil series will premiere July 14th. Sounds like the movie was a bust. Um, I went to go see the movie. It cut out like almost at the end. I'm actually going to go to the Red Box, purchase the movie for a dollar and some change. Finish watching it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. And then not return the DVD. Oh, I'm going to return the DVD. Pay 30 more dollars and no. then I <laughs> that, uh, that I choose not to fuck myself. What do you think it- if this uh, Netflix series is just the half hour of the movie you didn't get to see over and over again, does that interest you? No. All right. Well, kind of. There was some guy who was making. <laughs> kind of. He was turning, turning into like some creature. I was like, I want to see how this metamorphosis happens. But then I we got fucked over, and they're like, Oh, sorry, sorry, we're very sorry. Like. <sighs> gross lastly amazon has bought mgm studios for 8.5 billion dollars i thought they'd already done this but i guess it's official now yeah facebook official how about that what does that do for anything mgm related in disney i don't know but i do know that what will happen now is when you order anything on amazon prime the big lion will now pop up when you press send and press order and just roar at you for about five seconds. That's what I'm talking about. So that's about. pretty exciting. That's exciting. Is yeah. that for real? No. Well, why would you lie about these <laughs> things? Uh, well, speaking of uh, Aston Martins and uh, nice fast cars, uh, I have over the last week and uh, a bit have been playing the fantastic game Gran Turismo 7, uh, which Ryan, I was very excited to show you, only to find out that they've been working on the servers since last night. And so you only got to play a little bit of the offline version. Enough to fuck somebody up, though. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Gran Turismo 7 is the best racing game I've ever played, hands down. It is just I was trying to describe this earlier. It's almost like, you know, when that uh, that whiskey bar that's in the basement of uh, the other bar in downtown Winston-Salem. Oh, yeah. And it's called Rec Billiards. Right. It's that whiskey bar. But you open up a secret broom closet and there's a secret um, secret staircase that leads you into an even more exclusive whiskey bar underneath of that whiskey bar. And there's just people crying into a small glass of whiskey because it tastes so good. They're like taking notes. They're like sniffing it. They're like chewing on it. Just real obnoxious stuff that people do when they're they want to project the amount of class they have. You know, you ever been to a wine tasting when someone is like they spit it back out? No, (sighs) exactly. I've never had any alcohol that tasted so bad that we actually could not finish it except for that one time we went to that brewery in Winston. That was gross. That was probably the Which only one was that the fucking uh, elder brothers, happy brother. What was it? Fucking oh, called? single mothers, single mothers brewery. <laughs> I, yeah. You I don't go remember. there for the goods. You get the Ducate, man. Can't remember what it was called, but yeah, it, it's, it's that kind it's that level of attention to detail where they have taken cars as the thing that is the most important thing in the world and they produced an absolutely fantastic first party uh sony game so this is a polyphony studios 
They are a Japanese-based studio that just are fucking obsessed with cars. That's the only thing they care about. And that's the only thing that matters in this world is talking about cars, collecting cars, and racing cars. <laughs> I feel like Tim the Toolman Taylor is the guy. That's who they should have put. Tim Allen. And he just talked to you about cars. Yep. Takashi Tim Allen Taylor is the Takashi Tim <laughs> Allen. <laughs> and um, it's fucking Al Borland. Yeah. Richard Kahn or whatever his name is. Alboro Bor- <laughs> Alboro Borland. Alboro Borland. There's a man named Wilson who's over there just looking at you. Do you only see some of his face? Wilson Wilson Kuhn. Wilson Fisk. Takamashi. Um, yeah. Fuck this game is good though. It, all all jokes aside, like it is the setup of this is is so simple and to contrast it for stuff like Forza Horizon, where you have these big, like over the top, like jackass slash evil Knievel style stunts that begin the game. Like the tutorial section of this is you driving like a convertible, like 1950s, like Austin Healy while fucking Flight of the Bumblebee is playing. Mm-hmm. And you just do that for four minutes where you're just this really slow, just drive through like the Austrian hillside. And you just very nice. Just doing this. Yeah, exactly. Borat's riding shotgun. (laughs) (laughs) He's got the little the bikini on. (laughs) And you just like you try and it's one of those, it's the game where you one of the racing games where you know you can do the right stick to look to the left to the right. And you try to you look you can only look at Bore at once and then the the right stick stops working. You can't turn your head to the no. right anymore. <laughs> I just want to admire him. Fly to the boat and the, like classical music just gets louder and louder. Uh but that's like that's the level of that's the tone that they're setting early on. Like, no, this is a driving game. We love classical music. We love dubstep we love classic <laughs> we've cars. got bring me the horizon that wrote an original song for this for some really? fucking reason <laughs> for the gran turismo 7 soundtrack it's it's a real mixed bag but it, you get it, it is it is projecting this t- type of vibe that no this is for classy people that just are fucking obsessed with cars and perfect perfection of driving and mm-hmm. and perfecting that that's it isn't skill. like you're like gone in 60 seconds you're like i need to beat this guy and once i do that then we're gonna street fight outside and i'm gonna get this car and trade in my <laughs> car which those are some of the games i grew up with and i appreciated that more it's like you trade it up like yeah you unlock cars and stuff like that but it isn't like you're on a mission to get like so many cars and also there's that element of um like atmosphere like you go to these places and it's really just about you and the car and the other cars there's no like anything else like the tracks there's nothing else there's nothing else no. the playback uh the replay is very nice and the very. car looks great but there's no other atmosphere out there there except maybe like rain i i think that uh in the the base games that we we only got to show you the offline version which is like the little arcade like you get like two laps just pick a car, any car, and by any car, there's like eight you can choose from mm-hmm. and a couple tracks. And that it, the the main game you have a little more personality, but it it goes even further where it's like you go to it, it's like a pavi- the map the world map is like a pavilion setup and, it's, and they they present it like it's like a, a fair. So there's like a there's like an auto body shop, there's a garage, there's a cafe you go to, and this guy. 
Are you he, out physically walking or is no. it just like point and click? No, you just it's a cursor and you go to it on a map. You don't walk around well, it's or, some kind of I mean, I enjoy the personality. See, and it's, doing it's, stuff like stra- that. it's strange because you think that that would be a lack of personality. But I think that there's just enough attention to detail and other aspects that it works for me. Like the fucking even like the little menu sounds and stuff mm-hmm. are the stuff like that just really sells it for me. It's like all this extra little bit of sound and vibrate in the controller when you make menu selections mm-hmm. is good. And you'd think to be like, okay, well, if, if you don't like racing games, if you, if you don't care about cars, it's probably not for you. Let, let's be honest because there's basically nothing else. in. But there's like over 425 offer. cars in this. Exactly. So if you do like cars or if you're even a little bit interested in it, or you just like, race maybe you don't care about cars but you just like racing games this is a fantastic racing game i would love to see and i'm gonna nerd out here like the old richard petty car or the old dell Earnhardt car that would be very cool also some of the old formula one cars in there i know there's probably some licensing stuff and you get that with the formula one games and probably the nascar games but that would be cool now i think I have there's a a guy that I I follow. He's a graphic. He was a graphic designer that he um, he started out as a graphic designer and he posted like F1 concept liveries and he got hired by a team to work on their actual car and design their actual livery. Mm -hmm. And so one of the cars in this game that's part of the DLC is like a, a Renault F1 concept livery that it was something that they did like 10 years ago where they're like, what are, what are we going to look like in 20 years or something? And so that's one of the like concept cars that's in this game. And so it, it will be, int- if stuff like that makes it in, it will be interesting to see if you get like classics from that. And I think that there's potentially some of that licensing, but if they have like actual concept F1 cars, I don't see why you couldn't get like classic, like, couple classic like nascar stock cars and stuff and that thrown in there too like that would be like a selling point for i mean me. you've already got like daytona and other tracks like this in it right? so i think and that then you, you could, even got like classic daytona wherever it's like the just the oval it yeah. isn't like the road course i think that there's definitely there's there's room to I- expand in that so 400 something cars is already a lot but I, there's an opportunity to grow there and that's i think that the the beauty of this game is that all of these races that you're doing to either collect cars, level up, you know, go back to the shop and and upgrade your car and, and make it even faster. You're always racing against cars that are either in the same kind of class as you, but there is like a mixed bag. So even when you're, you know, driving like a classic Camaro, you're racing against classic Mustangs. You're also racing against like modern mustangs and camaros and other um american like muscle cars and stuff Mm -hmm. and so that's always cool to see when you're driving like a 1970s camaro and you're racing against like an old corvette and then there's like a new corvette and stuff that's all competing in the same race it's just like someone i mean it's just like someone with like hot wheels and just a vast (laughs) collection of hot wheels which i think is very cool and they're just like what if we get some really really crisp shiny looking hot wheels and just put them on tracks all over the world and you're sipping an espresso and that's what this game is (laughs) it's it is exactly that um and yeah it's just it's really fun and it's just got this really really simple enjoyable loop you go to the cafe he's like hey 
I want you to enter this championship. You've got to finish third or above in these three races. Okay. Now you're going to go over to Japan. You're going to start, you're going to take a Japanese car. You're going to upgrade it and you're going to collect some Japanese cars. And then you get like a Mustang and you go to America and you enter some races and you collect Mustangs or Corvettes or Camaros. And then, then you go to Europe and, and collect like some VWs and some hashbacks. And, and then you get a chance to unlock some Ferraris. You unlock some classic Ferraris and you get to race against other classic Ferraris. Like, and you just keep building and building on that until you have a huge fucking garage you got a lot of money. So, and he's like, Hey, you want to pay some real money? You're like, fuck off, Sony. I don't know. I don't want to pay on this. real money. Get <laughs> out of here, you ass clown. And yeah, it's just, it's a really, really satisfying loop of that. And it, you have to take like driving tests and stuff to obtain your license. You get the little stock photo of a person. He's like, Hey, my name's Carlos. And here's how you can take a corner at this speed. Fuck you, Carlos. And it makes you do it over and over again. Until you get it right within a certain time frame and it forces you to get good at it. And I kind of hated that at first. I was like, oh, I just want to just let me fucking go. I just want to get on the track and do this. But be who I want to be, Pop. (laughs) You're not my dad, Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) The Batmobile shows up and you're racing against other Batmobiles. There's the Christian Bale Batmobile. There's the Adam West Batmobile. (laughs) I thought it was cool that uh, Rocket League added the new Batmobile. God, that'd be cool. That would. (laughs) They did though, and that would be cool for the the game. But at the same time, for sure, my man's got Nas. <laughs> That's cheating. He did. I like that the Batmobile in the the last movie. It was just like he took an old car and just put a jet engine on the back of it. And that, <laughs> and he didn't know how to drive it yet. Didn't like, completely gonna get it all here. He's trying to scare him, but his like foot. I mean, it's very wet in Gotham City, so I'm sure Always. his boots were wet. So his foot like slipped off the clutch a little bit. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Gran Turismo 7 is a great, great game. And if you like racing games at all, uh, go out and buy it. And you have a PlayStation, absolutely give it a shot. Uh, it's the kind of game that really is tempting me to get like one of those fucking racing wheels and racing chairs and just set it in this room, like black <laughs> out the curtains and just fuck off all of my life responsibilities for a little while. It's just the experience of driving in this, the mix of music and the racing. in this is, is a really, really fun game. Uh, it'll be interesting to see like after I complete that main mission, if it's still fun and enjoyable, but kind of jumping between this and horizon, uh, really uh, enjoyable to kind of go back and forth between those, uh, those two, but big recommend for me. And yes, I do only typically choose games that I think I'm going to like on this podcast. <laughs> I, I don't go out and play ones that I think are going to suck looking at you little nightmares. Uh, but to be fair, we thought that was going to be good. <laughs> we it, have failed. And it turns out it wasn't. That's the rare, <laughs> rare mistake. We have made. failed. Uh, but yeah, Ryan, uh, it's on PS4 as well. So if you want to drive into the side of somebody on that. I can do it. <laughs> um, BT dubs. Um, we talked about uh, the bubbles movie. Um, oh yeah. What's, what's up with bubbles? Well, I want to point behind you because you have Disney plus pulled up the character in the middle. That is Karen Gilliard. That's the characters that she played. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So there we go. <laughs> I forget what her name was. She was like a cyborg character. Turns out she was behind, right behind us all along. The whole time. The last person we would have expected. That was the first person I knew who it was. Um, so, Jake, we watched Space Force season two. The second season. The second season, which all only it consisted. episodes, yeah. which we watched 30 minutes of seven of, definitely. Did not skip the sixth one for whatever weird reason. No, we definitely watched them all. all no, of them. Why do you mean you skipped it? No, I didn't. You, I okay. Didn't because I watched all of them. Why would you lie to the crowd? I don't. It's a weird thing to point out because we watched all of them. So I It'll, don't even know why I'm. Okay. Well, cool. I watched them all. Yeah, I did too. We watched the last episode here together. Yeah. I we watched definitely everything. didn't just do that an hour ago before. <laughs> yeah, duh. Um, so I will put in quotations that I watched this drunk and high. And usually when I'm high, uh, on CBD, obviously, um, I will be more a a, methamphetamine. Yeah. Just (laughs) meth. Um, I will be more of a critic on stuff and I don't know why that is. I, you think that you'd become less of a critic, but I find myself being more of a critic. Do you think it's because, if it's not funny or entertaining when you're high, then it will be even less so when you are not. I have no idea. <laughs> I'm honestly looking for anything. Like, I can watch a scary movie and be high and be like, oh, well, I enjoy this. I think this is a good movie. Or, um, yeah, or like a, I'm a sucker for romantic comedies. But anyway, I could call it out. Love Catherine Heigl. Um, the best actor ever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she has definitely been booed by a lot of people. Um, but uh, so Jake has a shit ton of notes. Difficult to work with, apparently. So Miss Catherine Heigl. What I will say about the show is I thought that the first episode was a little strange. I, I brought that up to you and you said, yeah, I thought it was a little strange too, uh, to be the opening. Um, some of it felt a little hokey to me because it was like, this is pretty much like a family show, except they say fuck all the time. That's that's so true. They do. They do get to say fuck. They would be. I don't know why or why wouldn't they make it a little more crazier? Didn't really get to see um, um, Lisa Kudrow that much this season. She's in jail. She's in jail, but they, they really include her. her. Jail, but they put her back in jail. They include her more. Steve Carell was talking to some lady and that was going to be a thing. We went to the moon um japan or china it was japan it's china china they both destroyed each other's rockets while they were on the moon america and china but they just and, got back they got back and then they never really explained it how they got back they they spent time together in there but they didn't one of the asian fellows looks like david from lottery dream home um so you'd be able to pick that out real quick it's delicious and uh it's actually what he says it was really weird when he got off the plane yeah. i was like is this a callback is does he know what he's doing um i will say that also some of the acting in this is subpar i just can't get over it it just blows my mind i'm just like that line was terrible no one would actually do this you're totally just phoning it in um but some characters once again john malkovich the star of the show He's always great. Tim Meadows was in this. We got to hear him say the F word. There was really no threat in here. There was no tension. There was They were trying to build tension, but there was really no tension. It's unmemorable at best. So 
my first watch of this um, two weeks ago. I watched the first six episodes because we were going to talk about it, and then we didn't. And then now we're talking about it. But we, my first impression watching like six episodes in one night, I really did enjoy it. But uh, I forgot almost all of it, so I'm glad I took notes. Uh, it's one of those. It's one of those shows where I think that we are both really positive on the first uh, season because we, after watching the trailer, we're like. Ugh this isn't the office. And I think that's what everyone kind of hoped it would be was just the office with a different, like kind of coat of paint. And it's very much leaning into a different sort of being a different sort of show. Uh, but it's season two. You're right. There are no stakes really. And I think that it kind of, while being an enjoyable turn it on, switch your brain off for 25 minutes at a time, kind of watch. There's no real stakes and it feels so much smaller in scope, both in terms of there being seven episodes instead of 10, but also it feels like the cast is smaller. There's fewer like background people and it, 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 there's no real tension throughout the season. There was that whole thread of them. They actually had a moon mission to get ready for, but this they're fighting against budget cuts and, Steve Carell's like, I don't want to fire people. And they're like, well, you got to fire some people. So he fires some people. And it's like, well, okay. Well, the arc is only like seven episodes, so it's not really yeah. intricate at all. You could... No you subplot could, or you anything. You could have done it if you wanted it to. Well, there's it, no subplot. Usually have multiple kind was, of things. And they did, but none of that felt like that was like... It was more... It's not like Seinfeld, but it, it is in the way that they felt more disconnected to each other. Like there was no real through line from episode to episode. They were Mm -hmm. more just kind of pretty much self-contained with maybe like one through line, like, Oh, there's budget cuts and you've got this like annual review hanging over your head, but really, you know, that it's going to be fine or the, the crew's going to stay together more or less. Maybe they're going to have some disagreements, but it's all going to probably work out on the end is kind of the feeling that you're going to get. Um, some bigger highlights. So, uh, number one, of course, John Malkovich is star of the show for me, outshines everyone and Steve Carell included. His character is of Dr. Uh, Dr. John Mallory. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Mallory fucking hilarious. Anytime he he's is on screen, he's well delivered. So quippy. He's such like a prick, but in like a way that you enjoy. He doesn't over. He doesn't ever overstay his welcomes. He fucking loves peanut M and M's. That's again the product place we were talking about earlier. Ta-da. <laughs> uh, fucking loves them peanut M and M's. But yeah, John Malkovich. He, he's. I loved. I think my favorite episode was where he had the rival in the Chinese space agency, where he was um, pushing the, the table back and forth between the yes, two. Yes, and the guy from uh, the Chinese space agency. He was like. Oh, that's my husband. I can't remember his name. He's like, does that bother you? Oh, yeah. He gave him like a whole dick statue. Yeah, he was he gave him a sculpture of a penis. and was like, oh, this is from my fiance, Jerome, who's a man. Does that bother you? It's just like really poke at the guy. And I think that the other thing about the guy uh, from China was that he thought that the American moon landing was fake. Oh yeah, he definitely and said that. Kept talking about how Neil Armstrong was an actor and everything, and was like, "Oh, should have got a should have got Oscar because he's very good at American actor and and all this stuff." And he's just following around like the agency, like just pointing out stuff. 
and be like, oh, well, America did this and America did that. And it's so funny because he's every other point in this show. He's very much just I'm focused on the science. I'm focused. I just care about like the intellectual parts of this. I don't care about politics or national pride or anything. But when the the guy from the Chinese space agency shows up, all of a sudden he's like, oh, yeah, America is the best country ever. Yeah. We did this first. that stick sucking just Um, absolutely jake you had a fuck ton of notes let's hit it man um the first episode was a bit of a strange one because it is a self-contained bottle episode where they all have to go to washington dc and they're on this like panel where they're litigating events from happened from the first season from steve carell uh basically doing a mutiny on the moon where they they gave him an order to attack the Chinese moon base and they kind of did, but kind of didn't. They all got stuck on the same one and had to get home. Mm -hmm. We're not quite sure how that happened. Um, But I I loved seeing everyone go in there and they have to talk about how general Naird, Steve Carell's character is, uh, they're supposed to talk about how he's a good boss and is supposed to be in charge of this government agency, but everyone really fucks up their testimony. Spectacularly. And Mm -hmm. yeah, just make him look like a fucking idiot. (laughs) Initially. Initially. Maybe we get some flashbacks where he's like, how did I keep this job? And you get to see the nice things they say. But yeah, (laughs) it it doesn't go very well. Um, I liked seeing uh, Ben Schwartz, how he was trying to give up his his phone, was having fucking withdrawals from that. I forgot. Um, I wonder how big Steve Carell's feet actually are. <laughs> I can't remember why I wrote that. Um, the second episode. So after they, they, they're like, okay, you could still be in charge of space force, but you've got like six months to turn this around. He's like, well, I can do this in five months. I'm like, okay, you got five months. And he's like, well, how about that? Six months. And I'm like, nope. Now it's four. <laughs> you've got a four month review coming up. Um, and so there's the through line where um, Jimmy O. Yang and uh, the girl that uh, was uh, Captain Ali went to the moon, said it's good to be black on the moon. I mean, back on the moon. <laughs> yeah. The first season was so much better. Yeah, well, that was a great, great moment. He's got and I liked when they go down to the the scientists like area and he's got that whole whiteboard to figure out why uh, Angela ghosted him. And he's got the whole like hypothesis figured out and he had like the, the lines going in and out of like text hookup you up text and stuff and all and all this stuff and all of them were overthinking. Yeah, <laughs> they were weighing in on that. Um, and I forgot when they did the press conference, how they had the random people that they had to train as astronauts. And so they only sent uh, Angela out there and the parakeet but they had to switch the parakeet out because the parakeet died on the moon. And so they got a similar looking bird. So it was just her and the bird in the press conference. (laughs) I forgot about that. Um, Let's see. It's uh, meth sprinkled deep fried bar at state fair. Don't remember that. Yeah, it was John Ralphio had that line. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Um, Steve Carell trying to cheer everyone up with the Christmas tree story. He was talking about how his father and mother didn't have any money. Oh, and they so all crawled under the Christmas, Christmas tree. 
<laughs> it makes you wonder. Yeah, I think that that was the episode where they were Sweet talking about the, the budget cuts. Which, and then he threw the the Christmas uh, the, the Christmas party, and they're like, "It's March," and they're like, "It's Christmas in the control room. Come in, everybody!" And they had like the karaoke and stuff. Did you feel like this show had budget cuts? Like, actually, it felt like it because it, it felt like the shows, scope was a lot smaller. <laughs> yeah, and I wonder if they were poking fun at that because last uh, season they had a CGI monkey. Yeah. And, you know, that costs money to get together and put together. And then, like, less of a cast. And we were introduced to some Hispanic man I, I who was, like, new and kind of like a main character, but at the yeah. same time, like, a side character. So, um, side character. Captain Ali, Angela, um, she is clearly dealing with some PTSD throughout this season after going to the moon and the traumatic experience she had where she is like playing the drum set at like four in the morning. Throwing the clothes outside. Yeah, she said, I don't even do laundry anymore. I just take my clothes and throw them out the window. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing. Yeah. There's there's people that are like super stoked because like, oh, you're the girl that said it's good to be black on the moon. Will you sign my husband's back? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'll do that. Um, there was a, a plot line where they had to do some further, some budget cuts and Patton Oswalt was the only person on a mission to Mars and they canceled his mission while he was currently still on the way there. I'm guessing and he's like, Oh, I haven't talked to people yeah. in so long. Please tell me how my jets are doing. Uh, they're John, number one in the league. John Malkovich, who doesn't, who his character doesn't know anything about sports. And they're like, uh, don't, don't tell him like they're going to the Super Bowl. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. Uh, also, your Mars mission has been canceled. So I guess you're just going to turn around and we'll see you in another eight months or something. <laughs> Perfect. Sounds like a plan. Uh, Lisa Kudrow is involved in the parent teacher conferences where they're just uh, like zooming her in. Um, I think her I feel like her part was especially it was reduced, but maybe even easier in season two because she didn't have to appear on screen with anybody else. <laughs> so I think that, yeah, speaking of budget cuts, they probably just gave her like an orange jumpsuit <laughs> and filmed all of her parts on an actual this is like, her house. laptop camera. And just, <laughs> just this is her house. Yeah. Be like, hey, Lisa Kudrow, you got like two hours to record all of your parts for season two. And she's like, yeah, I guess. All right. Perfect. We'll send you your orange jumpsuit in the mail just yeah they didn't really get anything out of that <laughs> they could have they could have done more with that and i feel like they just could have done more with this whole season like i i didn't hate it but it it felt emptier and it just overall it felt you know that there was just less going on i think that my favorite we'll just skip ahead to my favorite um episode and that was when they invited the people from the Chinese space agency over and they were talking about how so Jimmy O Yang his character is Chinese American and we find out that um what's John Ralphio's real name his what his real name which is no what is his real name Jimmy O Yang no John what's John Ralphio's real name oh uh Ben Ben Swartz. Yeah, Ben Swartz. Anyways. Schwartz. Gotta go back and cut out the last 30 seconds where I couldn't remember Ben Schwartz's real name. Uh, How he, like, studied abroad in China and everyone's, like, 
they're like no fucking way and they're like talking chinese back and forth and he's like yeah Zach, Zach, it's pretty good bitch <laughs> mic drop and so they're like trying to explain to steve carell's character like oh it's like here's how you don't be like culturally insensitive like do this don't do that and then the people from the chinese space agency get off the plane they're all wearing cowboy hats and he's like what the fuck are they wearing <laughs> It reminded me of Righteous Gemstones whenever they had that one. You haven't seen it, but there is uh, like a, a church and they're wearing like old denim and cowboy hats and stuff like that. And it's like, <laughs> that's like their get up. Yes. Eric Andre's um, church in that particular. Fuck yes. Show. I loved that episode so much. I loved how Steve Carell does not know how to use chopsticks. Oh God! And they just- he dropped. We rewinded it three times, and he dropped that tofu in the water <laughs> so many times. Did did that, and you could tell he did it on purpose because he just dropped it in there. And Could his daughter, yeah, his daughter uh, next to him was like laughing. So it was trying just like something- not to laugh. It was so, that was that part was so funny and we never get to see the reaction shot for the people across but you have to imagine they're just fucking dying watching this moron like just mutilate a tofu just absolutely just yeah mutilating this tofu dropping it in the water on purpose and then like really not being able to get it out again and just struggling with it i feel like drinking it down (laughs) i feel like he improved that scene and it was just so good. They were like, okay, that's it. Like, we just can't, like, I don't care if it goes on for five minutes. We just got to put the whole thing in because everyone just, that. It was definitely was one so of those good. LOL moments of the show. <laughs> you didn't get as many in this show. I, well, I don't know. My, my sense of humor is different. Sometimes I think some of the slapstick stuff's a little too, uh, wet for my taste. Like, like that tofu was on that water. Yeah. That was funny. And I, I, I like Seinfeld and I like Kramer and I, I, I love Kramer and some of the, I find that uh, amusing. But sometimes when people are just like too dumb, alone good, like, yeah, well, I'm thinking like Brad in that show. And I was just like some of his scenes. He's just like, I don't even care. He's just overacting and overplaying that part. Um, but um, Steve Carell and John Malkovich, very good. John they, Malkovich, better. They get on very good. Yeah. Another another highlight is where Steve Carell is pushing his daughter to for her like college application. You got to get ready for this. And John Malkovich is like, oh, you know, you don't have to know what you're going to do with your life. You just need to have an idea of, of where you're going to go or how you want to express yourself. And so it's the very like straight laced version of what Steve Carell is is telling her. Plus super liberal college professor john malkovich being like oh just find your passion take the time to do what you want i really like like mother father i like that it is it's the angel devil mother father kind of thing that she's been missing i did really like the dynamic between them in that episode too especially where he gets uh he's stuck in between the vending machine well he's trying to be sneaky and talk to her behind the vending machines but then he actually gets stuck Steve Carell's there the whole time. Yeah. I can hear it. And then Steve, yeah, Steve Carell walks in. He's like, Mark, I know you're there. Like, let me out of here. And he's just pretending <laughs> that he's selecting something for the vending machine. I did quite en- enjoy that. And I feel like, yeah, he was genuinely stuck there for maybe a minute there. And yeah, they probably had to go to pull out. the machines. This, they were just like that couple inches too close together to where he was actually like not able to fully like get himself out as easily as he <laughs> wanted to. <laughs> Um, I feel like that's hello, something they would actually get me out of here? fucking do to him where he's like, oh, this is just a little bit too tight. 
to where it's not easy to get out of here. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, their their relationship specifically, that was my favorite part of the first season. And I did really enjoy the way that they played that up even more in, in this one, even though there was not that, if there wasn't as much tension, it felt like they, and by removing that, having them be this, all this big happy family didn't, work as well but i still mm-hmm. i still that was a highlight well, of the season for me was there the, just the tension didn't feel real it didn't it just felt so much more low stakes and, and in a way just kind of like low budget and it probably was in all in all honesty but um yeah i mean that that's you know but the long and short of of what space force season two is i i feel that it's an enjoyable watch. It is a it's it comfort on. food. It's comfort food, but it is honestly nothing more. And I feel that it is it falls short of the first season. I don't think it's not worth a watch, but I don't think that this this isn't the office. You're not going to be putting this on and watching reruns of it 4000 times. You're going to watch this once. You're going to be like you're going to laugh a couple times when he drops the tofu in the water and you're kind of kind of going to forget about it after two weeks that's, that's forgettable basically what this is i mean it's, it's not bad but it it's not memorable so that's why it kind of it leaves you wanting more but it also you're like i ah, maybe i could a few different things and maybe it could be better it's like going to a restaurant and being like the food was there yeah it, it was it wasn't horrible but you kind of wish there was it, some bright notes there but mostly it, it was just forgettable you kind of wish it was more horrible so you had more to say about it yeah. Or if it was better, you'd also have more to say about it. But it was just okay <laughs> for so, the most part. That being said, out of 10, what do you give it? Uh, it's, it's like a 6 out of 10. I give it a 5 out of 10. The first season for me was like a 7.5 maybe. Yeah, I thought the first season was really great. There was more of it and it felt like there was more going on throughout the season. And this, oh, there felt, was tons more. Yeah, there's so so much more and the stakes were higher. And it felt like this. They just kind of were like, oh, well, that happened. And here's like just we're just spinning our wheels for seven episodes. I mean, they had so much and they couldn't explain how they got home. And I feel like their budget did get cut. And I think this was a little on the nose to be like, yeah, haha. But at the same time, in less episodes, their their budget had to got cut. Yeah, there's no question whether it's COVID or budget cuts or something. But how would it be COVID? Because Tiger King made so much money. People had nothing better to do but stay home and watch um, like Netflix. Netflix spends so much money on original TV and original movies that how did the budget get cut? I I maybe it didn't do as well as they thought or maybe the actors availability was not all there or maybe they just decided that they were going to allocate less money towards the second season and therefore they had to go with a smaller scope. It but seems I, either like either way it it it's one of those things where you help. can feel that there's like the less closing that went into in. it. Yeah, and um, it's it's obvious in that the amount of scenery that how often do you see in the show where you're outside of that base as opposed often. to the first season? Yeah, because like they had the a whole first season we were set. all over the place. Yeah, they had a moon set. There was a car chase in the desert. Like all of this was just very much like kind of constrained to that office building, which makes it easy to save money. But also it does make it feel it like, eliminates oh, some things. You notice it after a whole season where you're like, oh, well, we didn't leave the fucking building like but a couple times, did we? <laughs> Do you think this so, gets a season three? 
Yes. But I feel like if that doesn't do, if that isn't more like the first season, I think that's it. But I do think we will get a, a third season at some point in a year, maybe a year and a half or So they two split years. the difference, say, hey, we did well the first season, roughly. Maybe we didn't do everything we needed to for whatever reason the second season. Or maybe even if my other theory was that this is, they're splitting season two in half. Well, I, th- I don't think that's it after watching the finale, but maybe. Yeah. See, TV shows do that all the time where they annoyingly will split a season in half and six months later, the other half of the season will come up. But I don't think that's going to happen with this one. I don't <laughs> think so either. But I think that the sequel has to be grander or the new season has to be grander. When your show is called Space Force. I feel like we should see at least a few more inclinations of going to space because we're coming back to earth or yeah, at least explain that there's a whole plot. There's a whole episode devoted to an old guy that wanted them to make a PowerPoint presentation about how to kill aliens, (laughs) which is funny, but at the the same time was just, that seems like something that should be constrained to maybe like, the cold open of an episode, not an entire plot line that you stretch over 30 minutes or know? like a subplot line wherever it's like, oh, OK, and that was the prank it. episode too, the same one where they had to make that. PowerPoint. Well, the pranks were yeah. very good. I enjoyed the that part. quite good. But again, it, it felt. Yeah, they, they lost their way a little bit in this in this second one. Again, not saying I'm hating it, not saying you shouldn't watch it. I know it's been out for a while already, and that's why I didn't feel bad about spoiling anything, but. It, it lacked a little bit. It was fine, but don't go out of your way to watch it, especially if you've got other things on the on the list. <laughs> yeah, I hope that Only Murders in the Building, which is another one that I think has great potential. Great potential. I, I don't hope waste they, it. Yeah, I hope they don't do that like they did Space Force. Yeah. No, Only Murders in the Building. That's my shit. That was a great first season. It was, but so was, um, you know, Space Force. Space Force was pretty good, too. Yeah. And I think we forget about it because it's been like literally two years since the first season came out. But yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. Uh, But all in all, uh, it's decent. But yeah, don't go out of your way to watch it. But if you do, it's seven episodes. It's only going to take you about two and a half hours to blaze through that whole season anyways. So. I mean, it's an easy watch. So. It's an easy watch. You can be high and you might like it, or you might be more critical of it than you normally are of Who, Netflix me? comedy shows. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that'll do us for this week, Ryan. Uh, anything else you need to add? Uh, no. All right. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, uh, please do if you feel inclined, share the show with a friend. We do appreciate that. And share us on the social media. Apparently Instagram reels are a good thing. Hurrah. And you'll be hearing more of this episode in 60 second long clips. Yeah, you, you bet your ass you will. So as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. You can suck my butt. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Not at night, bitches. Until next time, folks. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.